Oh my gosh, she's back. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? This is so weird to do. I have not recorded a podcast episode in a while, and it feels a little odd. It doesn't seem like it's been a while because I've been posting consistently, but the episode that I posted last week with my boyfriend, I actually filmed a while ago, like way before Valentine's Day. So it's been a while since I posted a podcast. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? In case you are new here, my name is Manny. I'm a fourth year university student studying psychology and business, and I am in my final semester of my undergraduate degree. I'm also from Vancouver, in case you don't know, if that really matters, but I don't really know. Hi. Um, oh my God. I feel so weird. I feel like I'm in like an awkward conversation where like you haven't talked to that person in a long time and you just like don't really know what to say. Hi. Hey, how are you? <laughs> um, let's get into a rosebud and thorn before I get a little more awkward. Okay. I do have many things to say today. Today, my rose is that we went back into in-person learning and my expectations were not high to go back this semester. I was honestly quite happy with being online because I liked that I could be a little more flexible with my schedule and not have to commute and, you know, commuting takes a lot of time and then just stuff like that, you know, but honestly, I can say that I really do enjoy the in-person learning so far. I remember Tuesday was my official first day back because I don't have classes on Mondays, but in class on Tuesday, I was just sitting there and I was like, wow, like this is so interesting. We were talking about in one of the classes, we were talking about how to sustain a competitive advantage. And in my other class, we were just talking about business processes. And genuinely, I just felt so engulfed. Like I feel like before in class, in person classes, I would always go on my phone and I was always distracted. But this week, it's been so good. I've had no distractions, like actually listening in class and paying attention. And I spoke in class for the first time. Oh my God, guys, such an update. I spoke in class for the first time. If you listen to my podcast before, you would know that I struggled with this for a long time. I've struggled with this for my entire life, just speaking up in class. I did it. Um, I kind of did it because the teacher called on me, but I, then I realized after that I was like, wow, like speaking in class isn't as hard as I thought it would be. And a lot of it was the buildup of my mind. So I am just here to say that in-person classes has been pretty good. And it seems like everyone is pretty happy with it. I mean, like just being on campus and being able to see people, even though I don't know them, like just seeing their vibes, seeing how everyone is so happy to be back in person and to see their friends again is like really nice. And if you don't, maybe you're not enjoying this in-person learning as much, whether it be because you don't know if you have a solid group of friends or maybe you don't enjoy what you're learning. I feel for you. I've definitely felt that as well in earlier points of my university career. And just know that it does get better if you're looking to make new friends. Um, First of all, I would say, honestly, get used to being by yourself because university is a time where you have to be by yourself a lot of the time. And secondly, if you're looking for friends, like join more clubs, join an organization that you're passionate about, whether it be one of your hobbies, like if you're into painting, join the painting club or something like that, and you'll be able to meet a lot of new people. But yeah, it's been a good time and I have seen a few people caught up with a few people and I'm meaning to still catch up with other people. I want to text them and stuff, but I just haven't had the chance to. But it's overall a great time. I love not being in the house 24-7 now and it's, it's like good. Okay, my bud, let's see. Hmm. 
My bud is that if you guys listened to last week's episode with my boyfriend, he mentioned that he's picking up a few more responsibilities at work, like our work ex- our work, not experience, work environment is changing a little bit just because we've made our center bigger and we are acquiring another math tutoring center that's in a different location. So he's honestly been super busy and obviously we don't get to hang out as much and I haven't been able to talk to him as much. You know, we don't really talk anyways. Like I always am really curious to know about like how often other couples talk. But for me and my boyfriend, because we see each other in person so often, like it's every other day because I work every other day. And then on the weekends, we typically hang out at least one or two days on the weekend. So I do get to see him like quite often, at least three to four times a week. And because of that, we don't really text or call a lot. Um, If I don't see him that day, we might call at the end of the day just to like catch up and say hello. But otherwise, we don't like spend the whole day texting each other. And I honestly really like that because I feel like it has built a lot of my independence. But anyways, where I was going with this is that because of his extra work responsibilities, we haven't been able to hang out as much. We just haven't been able to see each other and like truly just get to spend time together. Obviously, we went to Seattle together, but ever since then, essentially, he's been like, go, go, go. And I'm looking forward, my bud, I'm looking forward to when I get to hang out with him again, because it's been a while and I really miss him. Yeah, I feel so lame saying that, but um, I also feel like I've been a lot more independent recently, like just in the last few months of our relationship. But there are times where you miss your partner and you want to hang out with them and spend time with them because like genuinely you like their company. So that is my bud and my thorn is that I haven't been able to go to the gym as recent and as frequent as I would like not as recent but I haven't gone to the gym recently Um, I went on Monday and today's Thursday and I haven't gone since which is really different for me if you know me I work out every single day I go to the gym every single day but just because of going back in person schooling and going back on campus I haven't had the time to go to the gym Um, my schedule should like even out though by next week so hopefully next week I mean already know next week I booked a few more fitness classes because I want to and I really do miss going to the gym so I'm very sad about that the fact that I haven't been able to go recently but I know that it's just a temporary thing I've just been trying to figure out my schedule with going back to school on campus a big thing is that you have to try and figure out like the commuting time because I'm a commuter student I have to figure out like what traffic is like at 8 a.m or 9 a.m and because my morning it's like a morning class now before I did an 11 a.m class so there was basically no traffic when I went to campus because no one drives at like 10 a.m so I could still go to the gym and I didn't have to leave as early but now I'm doing a little bit earlier of a class so I have to leave a little earlier and obviously that's the time when people go to work and people go to school so there's a lot more cars on the road but honestly like much better than pre-COVID times I think this is like one of the best things that's come out of COVID is that there's like no traffic anymore in comparison to before Um, I remember before when I would drive to school it would like the roads would be so backed up and it was just terrible but I've never had an experience like that since COVID has happened because I think everyone's still working from home or just not going at the regular times people don't have to go to the office from nine to five anymore which is great it's great But yeah, that's my rosebud and thorn. I've just been in a good mood recently. Everything's just been swell, very swell. 
Um, before we get into the uh, bulk of the episode, which is my Seattle trip recap with my boyfriend, I thought I would go into a little segment first of things that I've been obsessed with recently because I'm going through a huge phase. I have a few things that I'm obsessed with right now. So I, okay, I'm going to talk about why I started this segment. It's not, I don't know if it's going to be a reoccurring segment. I'm just having a lot of obsessions right now. So that's why I wanted to share. But one of the things that I've been obsessed with is podcasts. I have listened to podcasts essentially every single day and like when I'm driving to school, when I'm driving back home and all this. So I've been listening to like two or three episodes a day, maybe not two or three, maybe like one to two episodes a day, which is a lot more than usual. Um, so I'm going to tell you my top podcast. My top two podcasts are Wild Till Nine. No, no, wait, no, I have more than more than two. My top podcasts that I listen to are Wild Till Nine by Laura DIY and her boyfriend, uh, Pretty Basic with Alicia Marie and Remy, Miss Remy Ashton. And then Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain, which I think are like the three staple lifestyle podcasts that everyone listens to. Um, but I've been really enjoying them. I've gotten more into like listening to them regularly and just listening to them when they come out it's a great like driving thing because for me at least like when I'm driving and I'm listening to music and especially if I listen to the same songs every single day I get very bored and sometimes like I don't have a music craving like sometimes you're itching to listen to a specific song but recently I've had no craving and no desire to listen to any songs whatsoever so I've been listening to podcasts and I've been listening to all those podcasts like I listed and I've also been listening to two new podcasts. One is In Bloom by Abby Aslan. Abby Aslan is one of my favorite YouTubers. She did go to the University of Alabama. She's like a YouTube blogger, but now she works in corporate America and she's been showing her lifestyle transition into the work from home life and stuff like that. And I really like her podcast and I started listening to it yesterday. And then the other one is The Wellness Cafe by Trinity Tondelier. She's an influencer who moved to Vancouver recently. And I think she's like a lot more relatable in that she's like a little more similar to me because, you know, she's from Vancouver and she's a little bit younger and she's like an influencer and kind of smaller than the other people that I listen to. So I really like those. And I've just been obsessed with listening to podcasts. Like they're just so nice to listen to. I don't know. I've just that's my obsession. It's just the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> I've also, oh, sorry, there's more podcasts. I've also been listening to The Mindset Mentor, which is more of a like motivational and inspirational podcast. So if you're into like inspiration and motivation, productivity, that's definitely one. And yeah, I've been really liking those podcasts and I've been really like listening to them in the car while I'm driving, while I'm walking, everything. Okay. So that's how I came up with this segment of what I'm loving because on the Wellness Cafe with Trinity Tondelier, she does like a segment where she does like what she's been up to the last week and also what she's been into the last week. So I was like, oh yeah, I could share that too because I feel like other than my rosebud and thorn, you guys don't really like hear about any other things like other than the events in my life, you guys don't hear about like the obsessions that I have. So yeah, and sometimes I do have obsessions and sometimes I don't. It just depends on the week. I don't know. But this week I've been going through a big obsession phase. So those are my favorite podcasts and I've been obsessed with listening to them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next thing that I have been obsessed with is I am back into my makeup phase. I go in and out of makeup 
all the time. And I think it truly started at the beginning of COVID, like when COVID first happened, because there was nothing else to do. I just remember me and uh, my friend and I can't talk. My friend Eric and I, we didn't have anything to do, obviously, because restrictions and quarantine just started. So we would socially distance walk to Shoppers Drug Mart and I would like just look at the makeup aisle and buy makeup because I wasn't spending money on anything else. So I was like, I'm just going to buy makeup and play with it at home. So ever since then, I've been really into makeup, like going in and out of it. And I'm in an in phase right now. I love doing my makeup and I finally kind of figured out like a look that makes me feel really confident and makes me feel really nice so I'm wearing it today if you like I also only do my eyes because obviously you wear a mask for the majority of the day so I don't bother putting makeup on on the second half of my face because it's just gonna rub off and make my mask all dirty but yeah um, I will give you some of my favorite products let me think about what I recently bought I think I talked about this actually in a different podcast, but one of my favorite things is I bought a brown eyeliner from NYX and I'm wearing it today. And I think the brown eyeliner just gives like a whole different look. It's a little more subtle. It's really pretty and more natural, which I really, really like. And also eyebrows. I am an Anastasia Beverly Hills brow pencil person. I really like it and brow gel. I think just your brows are very important. They really frame your face. So it's really important to have them done nicely for me at least. It makes me feel so much more confident when I get my brows done and just like they're on fleek. But I weirdly enough, one of the chapters that I've been reading in my psychology textbook for one of my psychology classes this semester was talking about how in society, women, a woman's value comes from making yourself pretty and making yourself sexually appealing so I think it's also really important if you're getting into makeup and fashion and stuff like that that you're doing it for yourself and not for anyone else's reasons for someone else to call you pretty like you do it because you want to call yourself pretty and you look confident and you feel amazing I know it's kind of weird to bring up but the whole makeup industry is essentially built on the fact that they like people think that women aren't good enough on their own and they have to draw these things onto their face which is obviously not a good thing but for a lot of other people as well makeup is an art and makeup is some way to express yourself which I think can also be very beautiful so it's like a fine line that you have to tread and just be careful with your purpose but anyways I've been really into makeup that's one of my other phases and ready for my last one My last thing that I have been really obsessed with is content creation, which is really different. If you listen to my episode two weeks ago, which was just my update episode, I was feeling so in a rut and just not motivated at all. And I felt like my content had no purpose. But for the last few weeks, I've been really like wrapping my head around how I can make my content more purposeful and more enjoyable for me to make as well. And I think I finally let go of what I think other people want my content to look like and truly just do it for myself and what I want my content to look like. And then I'm going to tell you a story. So in my planner nowadays, if you don't know, I use a Hobonichi and let me just grab it to show you. For my audio listeners, the Hobonichi is a great planner because you have this daily page that every day gets its own page and you have space to plan out. And it's essentially just a blank page and you can do whatever you want with it. So for me, 
the things that I like to keep on my daily page is the schedule for the day. So like what time I should be going to class and having lunch and whatever. A to-do list, obviously. And then for the right side, this is like the completely blank part. I put gratitude, the notes that I want to make that day, anything important and affirmations. So it's pretty self-explanatory, but the affirmations, let me tell you about this. For the affirmations section of my planner, every day I write three sentences that I want to embody. And in the beginning of the year when I was struggling a little more with like who I was and feeling independent, I wrote things like, I am independent, I am strong, I am capable of learning. Things that I wanted to be and I wrote them in the present tense because I've heard that um, when you write things in the present tense, then that's like how it happens, you know, because you're like, I am living in my dream house or whatever. And I'm not really like a law of attraction type of person. I know there are people who are way more into it than I am, but the affirmations thing was something that I wanted to reassure myself that I could be those things and yeah, I could be those things and that I had the power to change and to grow into the the person that I wanted to be. So I'll tell you about the affirmations that I've had recently because for the last few days they've actually been the same because I really like the affirmations that I have. The first one is I am whole. I am whole on my own. I am whole as a human being. I don't need anyone. It's nice to have people obviously but I am whole is the affirmation and it's because in my meditation this week the theme is letting go of toxic people and toxic relationships. So telling yourself I am whole tells you that you don't need those people to survive and you are okay on your own. The second one is I am not my thoughts. So this comes from a Mindset Mentor podcast that I listen to earlier this week and it was basically about how to stop overthinking and one of the things that the person in the podcast said was you are not your thoughts when your thoughts are telling you oh I'll never be good enough oh I'll never be as pretty as those girls those are just thoughts and you can separate that from who you are because you are not your thoughts and that has been so powerful for me Uh, I am a chronic overthinker and I like think things to the point where I gaslight myself and I tell myself that my feelings aren't valid and just a whole bunch of terrible things that we're not going to get into because honestly it's a little more deep-rooted than that but I'll just I'll just tell you that you are not your thoughts and this has been such a powerful sentence for me because it has empowered me to do anything one of the things in particular is like I really want to focus on my content creation this year and for the longest time I've always had thoughts of like oh people are going to think this is stupid like I'm never going to be good enough to do this but this affirmation I am not my thoughts has really changed my outlook on the things that I want to accomplish and the goals that I want to achieve and I remember that it doesn't matter what people think of me and also most of the time it's my own thoughts of what people will think of me it's not actually what they think of me it's my own thoughts reflecting my insecurities back at me but I just have to remember that I am not my thoughts and I can be whatever I want to be okay this is where the story gets like actually important so for the last few days I my third affirmation was I am a content creator I wrote that because I was feeling really inspired. I was like, this year I'm going to focus on my content, especially after I graduate. I'm going to focus on my content and really try to make this work for me. And I was just feeling so inspired. um, And yeah, so I've started making 
TikToks again. I'm really like on and off with it. I honestly just do it for fun and it's really not like usually it's just for my friends and every time I post I'll get like 20 views but on Monday I made a TikTok of what I spend in a day because you know I saw it on my for you page a bunch of people were doing it and I thought it was really fun so I was like oh I'll do it too like I think that's a cool thing to do and I filmed it on Monday and then I didn't post it until Tuesday night. I was editing and posting it on Tuesday night. And the thing was that like as I was editing it, I was like, ugh, like I didn't actually even film the second half of my day because I was working and I didn't end up spending any money for the TikTok. But also I was working, so I didn't actually film any content. So I was like, should I even post this? Like that's kind of dumb. It's kind of incomplete. And I was also really worried about if I got hate because like, you know, TikTok people can be really hateful sometimes. So I was like, oh, I don't think I should post this. But I ended up posting it anyways because I was like, you know, I spent the time filming it and now it's edited and I'm like, I kind of like it and it's really pretty. Like it was a really sunny day in Vancouver. So it was like a really nice TikTok to look at. And I was like, okay, I'll just post it. And then I went to bed shortly after. I don't have like my apps open at night. They close at 10 p.m. No, they close at 9 p.m. And they don't open until 10 a.m. the next day. And what that means is basically I can't get the notifications from any of my social media apps or really any of my apps in general just so that I don't go on my phone so much in the morning and get distracted with lots of bad things or negative things that might be circulating on social media. So I didn't get to check my TikTok until the next day but I obviously had no like intentions. I didn't know that it was going to go it was, I didn't know that it was going to pop off the way that it did. And I didn't know until I was checking my notifications on my Apple Watch the next day and I was at a cafe with my friends. So yeah, the next morning I met up with my friends. We were just going to meet up and catch up over coffee and breakfast. And then like at 10 a.m. that was the time when I was with them my watch like unlocked all the apps you know like the apps opened up again so I started getting notifications again and I was noticing I was like this is so weird like I'm getting so many TikTok notifications but I really didn't think anything of it I was like okay maybe my old videos are circulating the for you page again or maybe someone random just found my profile and just started liking my videos you know I, I just didn't really think anything of it but then I checked my TikTok profile and when I opened it I like first off got like a swarm of notifications like I had like I think 30 new followers and all this stuff and then yeah it when I opened it it had 6,000 something views which is not a lot in the grand scheme of things but also is a ton considering that all my old TikToks they get like 40 views each and I really only post them for my friends to watch but I really didn't expect that TikTok to go off but it did and I was like whoa and I when I thought about it later at night and I was writing these affirmations the next day I was like oh my god like the universe is really sending me a signal and listen I am the same way as most of you guys right like you hear these love affirmation girlies you're like yeah right like oh you bought your dream house because you wrote this sentence a bunch of times on paper I didn't believe it either but I do truly think that the universe was sending me a sign and was like content creation is what you're meant to do and is the right move and you are going to be rewarded soon I was like holy crap no way so maybe I'm just overreacting and it was just a weird coincidence but I truly do believe that it was my hard work paying off I mean not just that TikTok alone but like so many YouTube videos and podcast episodes like 
I was like, wow, like this is truly happening. And it just was so weird, the timing of it. But I was like, this is it. Like, so ever since then, I've been making a few more TikToks. I filmed a TikTok today and I'm going to film one over the weekend. And I've just kind of been a little more motivated and um, been obsessed with content creation. So there's that. I did not mean for the intro of this podcast to be 24 minutes already, but that is okay. I've just been in a really good mood and have had a good week, which is really nice. And that's just what's been going on in my life, which is kind of crazy. But that's kind of all I wanted to talk about with what I'm obsessed with. Maybe I'll keep this as a recurring segment if I change my obsessions that regularly. But honestly, I feel like I don't have that many like phases. Like I feel like it's every few weeks. So we'll see when I'm in my next phase and we'll see how to keep going. Okay, so for the last part of this podcast, I just wanted to do a recap of my trip to Seattle with my boyfriend because I had been talking about it for so many episodes. I was like, I'm so excited to go. And yeah, it happened. We went last weekend and it was such a great trip. It was so, so, so much fun. And I thought I would just recap what uh, we did in case you ever want to take a short trip to Seattle, because I think it is a really nice place for a weekend trip. I don't think I would stay like more than three or four days there just because there's not a ton to do. Um, But maybe I just didn't know and I should go back again and visit the other things that I didn't get to do, but I think I covered mostly everything with my boyfriend that weekend. So for our trip, we left on Thursday afternoon. I had class in the morning, so we didn't leave until the afternoon. And first of all, I want to talk about crossing the border because that's a totally different experience now that COVID is a thing. So I had driven over the border, 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 (laughs) driven over the border a couple times before in my life. I definitely went to Seattle two times in the year of 2019 over the summer just to go on short trips. But other than that, I don't think I've ever really crossed the border a ton. Um, I actually used to live really close to the border in White Rock and because of that, my dad would go regularly over to the U.S. to get gas and groceries because it was cheaper there. Um, But other than that, like I didn't really ever cross the border a ton. But anyways, crossing the border before was such a nuisance because there would always be so many lines. You know, there's so many of those border gates open, but there's still at least like 10 or 20 cars waiting in line. And it was always a big ordeal. You know, you have to like plan when to go because you don't want to go during the busy times you know you don't want to go like Friday afternoon because that's when everyone's going to be crossing the border for the weekend trip and you don't want to come back on Sunday afternoon because that's when everyone else is going to be coming back from their weekend trip so I was kind of worried but then I was like I don't think so because we're leaving on a Thursday no one really leaves on Thursday but who knows it was also lucky though that we didn't go over Super Bowl weekend because I feel like that would have made it a bit more worse but anyways when we went over to the states it was honestly the chillest thing ever the chillest border experience ever you know we gave them our passports they were like why are you going we're like oh we're going to see Cirque du Soleil over the weekend and um that was it they just let us go over I was like uh okay because I had read so many things online I was trying to google every inch of the internet they were like you're gonna have to declare your vaccine so I got like the federal vaccine proof not just like the bc one I was like you know I have to download this and that they didn't check any of it they didn't even check if we were vaccinated I was like Kate Um, and they just let us through and then we drove to Seattle and the first night we went to Trader Joe's I was looking forward to this my whole trip because, you know, 
it's fun. It's an American exclusive thing. And I had been there before and there were so many cool snacks and stuff. We could definitely do an episode about how Trader Joe's is so like efficient with their business processes because they have their own supply chain and they make all of their products. But that's a totally different episode. It's just that like now that I've been taking so many business classes, this is what I think about when I go to a grocery store. I'm like, oh, your supply chain is so good because obviously Trader Joe's only sells its own stuff, its own products. So it really only has to rely on itself and they don't need to rely on other external distribution centers. Anyways, this is not the purpose of the episode. I am so sorry. I'm going on so many tangents, but we went to Trader Joe's and we bought like such like fun snacks, you know, because the first night we had planned to just stay at the hotel and we were going to do a movie night. So we bought like mochi. I bought like yogurt for the mornings and we bought chips and stuff like that. And it was a good time. We watched Arcane, which is on Netflix. It's like a... It's an animated show that's based on League of Legends. Um, My boyfriend introduced it to me and, you know, I was kind of skeptical at first. I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. I don't, I've never played League of Legends, but I was like, I don't know if this will be that good, but trust me, it is so good. We finished um, episodes four, five, and six over that weekend and... Oh my God. So if you're ever looking for a Netflix recommendation and you want to try something new, I feel like it's very different from what typical people watch. You should try Arcane. That's A-R-C-A-N-E. It's a really good show, actually. Um, So yeah, the first night we just had a movie night and that was super fun. And then the next day was kind of our big adventure around Seattle. So luckily we had booked a hotel like pretty much in the middle of downtown, really close to Pike Place Market, which is kind of like the main attraction of Seattle. We stayed in the Hyatt Regency and it was such a great stay. So if you ever want to go to Seattle, you should go to the Hyatt Regency. I really liked the location and everyone there was so super nice. The accommodation was also just super nice. They gave us such a good hotel view. If you go on my Instagram, it's in my highlights and my 2022 highlights. The view was so amazing it's directly from the window. First of all, we were on the 39th floor. So we were really high up. They you could see directly from the window the Seattle Ferris wheel and all the buildings in the in the horizon and and the water view and I was like oh my god this is amazing because before the trip my boyfriend and I were discussing like I was like maybe we should pay extra for the space needle view because that's like one of the options from the Hyatt Regency I was like you know that's like really nice and it's our anniversary trip right like I thought we could do something a little more special but we ended up going against it because the pictures that people post online of the space needle view like below the space needle is like actually not that nice if you get what I mean like on the floor if you look out it's like parking lots and buildings which is not the greatest so we went against it and I was like okay maybe maybe we'll just get like a normal room then that's fine it doesn't really matter but because we told the hotel that it was our anniversary trip the hotel gave us a really nice view which was the ferris wheel and the water and stuff I was like this is the best thing ever like oh my gosh one of the things that I did over the trip was that I meditated in the morning and I meditated just looking out the window and I was like, this is the best thing ever. Like I could not imagine a better trip. So yeah, that was our hotel room. It was so super fun. But the second day we uh, were kind of, it was basically our big walking and eating day. We wanted to have a nice day to try out restaurants and stuff like that. So in the morning we went to Baco Cafe Um, It's right by Pike Place Market and it's just a small little brunch place that was really cute. Um, My tips though is to go early or off peak times because we arrived at around, 
9 or 9 30 I believe and as soon as we got in the line was out the door so before us there wasn't a line which was so super lucky because I think we came a little early but as soon as we got in and got our table there were people out the door waiting for a table I was like oh shoot we came at the perfect time but that place was it's like a really small homey vibe and it was so nice I got the salmon benedict eggs benedict and my boyfriend got a ratatouille no he didn't he got the quiche he got the egg quiche yeah I remember and it was absolutely delicious there are also spiked drinks and stuff like that if you want but I got a raspberry white chocolate mocha one of the things that my boyfriend and I learned or just noticed is like the drinking culture in America is insane and what I mean by that is like people drink a lot drink alcohol a lot which is crazy and I I wonder why there must be like some sort of like psychological reason right like either it's the work culture is really heavy or I don't even know but the reason why I say that is because the people directly next to us they had mimosas in the morning with their brunch which I've never done I didn't realize you could drink at brunch time but they had mimosas and then they had two rounds of it. And I was like, oh my God, it is 9 a.m. in the morning. Like you are going hard today. No judgment. Like, honestly, that sounds super fun. But I was like, that cannot be me. Anyways, that's what like my boyfriend and I talked about a lot over the trip is that like people drink a lot in the States. But anyways, after brunch, we walked around Pike Place Market. We walked around like the actual busy streets. We walked all throughout the market looking at the handmade things that the, uh, sellers were selling there was a lot of beautiful stuff you know like hand I don't, I don't even know what it's called like hand made glass and like hand knit bags sweaters hats like everything you can imagine uh, I did a little bit of shopping here and there like I bought a few stickers and like pins because those are the kinds of things that I like to collect but otherwise we didn't really buy too much and for the most of the morning we were just walking around Pike Place and honestly if you are ever going to go to Seattle I would really recommend going to Pike Place on a weekday because we ended up going to Pike Place again on the weekend and it was so busy so when we went on Friday it was still pretty chill and empty and also because we went a little bit earlier in the morning it was pretty nice and yeah, it was pretty fun. And then for lunch, we decided to go to Pike Place Chowder, which is like, I think one of the most infamous places there. They have clam chowder and uh, they have lobster rolls as well, but we didn't end up getting any because we were still pretty full from brunch. So we got that. I think we got something else too. What else did we get? I can't remember off the top of my head right now. We definitely got two things, but I just can't remember what it was. We were going to get Beecher's mac and cheese, but we didn't end up end up getting it that day. So we went for lunch there. And then honestly, we were going to walk around more. The plan was we were going to walk around all the way to the library in Chinatown, but we were kind of feeling sluggish and tired. So we decided to go back to the hotel for a nap. One of the best things we've ever done on the trip is taking regular afternoon naps because if like I think I feel like on vacation when you start your mornings off so early you get really tired and it's really hard to go all the way to the end of the day so taking a mid-afternoon nap is like the perfect pick-me-up doesn't have to be long ours was like one or two hours at most and then we had so much energy so after we took our nap then we decided to walk again and this time we walked all the way to the library and Chinatown which is I think like a 20 to 30 minute walk away um, it was really nice to just explore the different parts of town and I will say though it was so empty like I was expecting maybe it was because it was a weekday 
but I felt like a lot of things were just closed or not open and there was like no one on the streets walking around. I was just like, where is everyone? It's so weird. But now that I think about it, I think a lot of businesses in Seattle were hit really hard with COVID and I could see that there were a lot of for lease signs on restaurant windows and stuff like that. So I think that is probably why it was so empty, but not really sure. I wonder why. So that was kind of Friday. For dinner on Friday, where did we go? We went for dinner on Friday. Where did we go for dinner on Friday? Because Saturday we went to... Oh, on for dinner on Friday, we went to Din Tai Fung, I remember. And it was like, honestly, I remember it being better. Like, I kind of think I hyped it up too much in my head. It was all right, but... Yeah, it was also pretty expensive, so it was, like, not worth the price, I would say. I know it's, like, a very, like, oh, my God, Din Tai Fung is, like, the Asian staple in the States, but now that I'm back in Vancouver, I can get that Asian food for a lot better and a lot cheaper anywhere else, so not my favorite, but still pretty good. Afterwards, so that was Friday night. We came back and we watched another episode of Arcane that night, and then Saturday was the um, Cirque du Soleil day. So actually on Saturday morning, we had to go and get COVID tested. So this is the thing that was really confusing for our trip. When I crossed the border, I asked the border security guy, I was like, oh, can you give a little more clarification about if we need a PCR to come back? And I didn't, I don't really remember exactly what he said, but it just wasn't very clear. And I was like, isn't this your job? I think you're supposed to know this, right? But we kind of just like, we're like, okay, thank you. Bye. And we just left. But we did figure out we need a PCR to come back and it has to be within 72 hours of your planned arrival at the border. So we were planning to come back on Sunday. So honestly, anytime on our trip, we could have gotten the PCR, but Saturday morning, we didn't have much to do. So we went to get our PCR test on Saturday. I felt so violated because they sent they put the swab all the way up my nose, but it's fine. <laughs> Tested negative. It's great. So on Saturday morning, after we got our COVID test, we went to the Starbucks Reserve Roastery. Um, so this is not the original Starbucks location. They have the original Starbucks location at Pike Place Market. And that's like, you know, the first Starbucks ever. Honestly, guys, it's not that worth going. Now that I've gone to the Reserve Roastery, I've never been to the Reserve Roastery. It's not worth going to the first Starbucks in Pike Place. Like, yes, take a picture of it. It has the old logo and everything. But if you're going to go to Starbucks in Seattle, go to Starbucks Reserve Roastery. So it was only like a 10 minute walk from our hotel and I hadn't really been there before but I was looking at it online and I was like oh it looks really pretty like very very cool there's some like, some food there there's some food that's not on the regular menu I was like okay this looks good let's go oh my gosh it was so beautiful there um like truly so beautiful. So the Starbucks Reserve Roastery, what makes it special is that a big part of the store is that you can see how they roast the beans and it's like the machinery is right in front of you. It honestly kind of reminded us of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because you know the tubes are like all over the ceiling and you can see them like you can see the beans moving around the store and stuff. I was like this is amazing. So we went to the Starbucks Reserve Roastery. They also have a bunch of merch that is like special to that location. What a great marketing play by Starbucks, I will say. Um, but there we got a, uh, what did I get? I got an iced pistachio latte, which was pretty good. I liked it uh, on the recommendation of the barista there. I was like, I don't really know what to get. Just do something. I don't really know. And then for food, we got the eggs. Oh, what's it called? Eggs purgatory, which is kind of like eggs poached in tomato sauce. And then also a 
prosciutto cheddar croissant breakfast sandwich of some sort so delicious the food there was so much better than i was expecting my boyfriend was like had really low expectations because obviously like it's starbucks right like you kind of expect like the fast food kind of thing but the reserve roastery is like a totally different vibe it is so honestly like a beautiful and there are a lot of tables around and stuff like that and we noticed again there are so many people drinking in the morning it was like 10 a.m when we went and there were espresso martinis everywhere there were like Um, espresso martini flights so that means there's like four of them on a table and they all taste different I don't really know I didn't really try the alcohol but we just noticed that there were a lot of people drinking that morning I was like okay cool Um, so we went to the Starbucks Reserve Roastery that was really fun and then once we finished we actually went back to Pike Place so this was Saturday and Pike Place was so much busier on Saturday I don't know if it's because a lot more locals come out on the weekend that's probably part of it but I felt like there were also a lot more tourists so Maybe it's like other people's um, weekend trips up to Seattle. So we went to Pike Place and we got Beecher's Mac and Cheese. We got a sandwich and the mac and cheese and it was really good. I mean, nothing to complain about. And then we sat and just like talked around and stuff like that. After lunch that day, we went back to the hotel and had another nap. And afterwards, actually, that's not true. I think, wait. We ended up going to the hotel gym at some point. It might have been that afternoon um, when we went to nap. We went to the gym and the Hyatt Regency, they have a Peloton in their hotel gym, like the fancy one. They have three of them. So my boyfriend and I took a Peloton class together in the hotel gym. It was so much fun. I'm like, I want to be rich enough to buy a Peloton when I'm older because it is so cool. And I don't know if you guys taken a soul cycle class before but or a peloton class but you know the instructors they say very inspirational things and you're like because you're just like they're vulnerable cycling with them you're like oh my god yes like this is definitely like i am my biggest motivator one of the things i remember most clearly my peloton instructor said is what would you do if you are two times stronger and two times more confident and that's just stuck with me ever since the trip and i was like wow like i really need to think about that But yeah, we took Peloton class and then we also took a nap and then we got ready for the Cirque du Soleil show. We ended up heading out a little bit earlier just because I was like, you know, like I think there's going to be a lot of people walking in and parking and all this stuff. I wanted to be prepared, right? Because for me, the worst thing is that like when I have to go somewhere new and I'm also late, it gives me a lot of stress. So I was like, let's leave early. It'll be better for everyone, you know? So we ended up making it to the park where the Cirque du Soleil show was I will also say driving in the states is so scary like freeways so confusing I ended up surviving but people drive so fast and then the exits are they happen really quickly so you have to know where you're going it's really hard to like like you can't wait to make a decision you have to go or you just wait or like not wait you have to go or you have to like wait for the next exit if that makes sense it was really stressful to drive in the states not gonna lie but we ended up making it to the show and the show was absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh, it was incredible. Like truly, um, the standing ovation at the end was so amazing. Everyone was standing up and I feel like it definitely must have been such a good feeling for the performers now that they're back to performing in person and touring again. Like it must be so nice for them to have a standing ovation and stuff like that. Um, I'm not going to talk much about it because like it's hard to convey like such beautiful imagery in words but if you're interested and in the Vancouver area I mean Cirque du Soleil is coming to Vancouver later on in 2022 so like 
go for it. I am trying to convince my boyfriend to go again, like for us to go again in Vancouver. (laughs) But it was such an amazing show. Absolutely loved it. Amazing. And then on Saturday night after the Cirque du Soleil show, we ended up, uh, I booked a fancy restaurant dinner because that was like the night we were supposed to celebrate our anniversary. Like this trip was supposed to be our anniversary trip because our anniversary is, well, okay. Our anniversary is actually in July, but then I was like, okay, January is like our year and a half, right? Like that's kind of your anniversary. But then we ended up going in February. So really is it our anniversary? It wasn't. But so Saturday night after the Cirque du Soleil show, we had planned to do a little bit more of a fancier dinner. So we went back to the hotel room. I got changed into a nice dress and then we walked to the fancy restaurant. And I had told the fancy restaurant that it was our anniversary because I was like, you know, what might happen? Oh, I'll tell you. We told the hotel that it was our anniversary trip and they ended up giving us free dessert from the hotel restaurant. And I was like, this is the best thing ever. So when I was booking the restaurant as well, um, I was like, oh, it's our anniversary just to see what they might do, you know? So first of all, when we got to the table, they had decorated our table with a bunch of roses and stuff. I was like, oh my God, this is so cute. And we ended up having our dinner. It was so delicious, but also very expensive. Like, I think this is like quite high end. Um, It was $4 signs. Okay. So pretty high end. Um, But at the end of the night, um, my boyfriend and I, for the dinner, we got one drink to share and it was quite strong already. We got a mojito and it was quite strong already, right? We don't drink that much. So we were like, oh my God, this is going to get us tipsy for sure. And then at the end of the night, after we had finished our dinner, uh, when we were about to look for, we were going to ask for the dessert menu, the restaurant actually gave us free champagne and a dessert. So first of all, we're already like starting to get drunk because their drink is so freaking strong and um, we had drank a lot of it. And then now they're giving us free champagne. It was like a big glass too. It was like a champagne glass. So it wasn't like wide, but it was very tall and narrow. So I was trying to drink as much of it as possible. My boyfriend finished his cup, but I couldn't. It was it was just so strong and so much alcohol. I was like, oh my God, I cannot. And then they gave us free dessert. Uh, that was very, very cute. It was one side of it was cheesecake. And then the other side was like a chocolate fudge cake. And it says happy anniversary in the middle. It was so adorable. I was like, wow, Americans really do it right. Like the customer service is so good and it was so much fun. Uh, That dinner was very pricey though, I will say. But yeah, if you're ever interested, it's called the Capitol Grill. I would recommend, I honestly would go back. Like our server was so nice and the hostesses were so nice and they did something so special for our anniversary, which I was like not expecting at all. So very good experience, would recommend. And then afterwards on Saturday, we just came home and slept after our late night dinner because we hadn't, we didn't really get to eat until like eight o'clock because the Cirque du Soleil show ended at like 6.30 and I wanted to go back home to the hotel to change and get ready and we had to walk there. So it was kind of late. Then on Sunday, um, for breakfast, I had seen this cafe next to our hotel that was so aesthetic. There were like plants everywhere in the windows and it just looked like such a vibe. I never got to go in just because we had plans for other things, but I was like, Sunday morning, we have to try this breakfast place because it looks so incredible. And it was, it's called Mr. West Cafe and Bar. And one of the special drinks that they had that I decided to get for my breakfast was, it was called a, a a coffee egg cream or something like that and what was special was their coffee had 
like sparkling water in it. And I was like, this is so cool. It was very delicious and very good. Um, you can't really taste the sparkling water part. It does like kind of jump in here and there, but honestly, like really, really good overall. I got a breakfast sandwich for that morning and then my boyfriend got a chicken shawarma sandwich. It was delicious and it was so aesthetic, like so beautiful. But on Sunday morning, we had to deal with a lot of paperwork because um, our PCR results came back and we had to get those printed out for crossing the border. So we had to like ask the hotel and all that stuff. And then we also have to fill out the Arrive Can, which is basically an app that you have to fill out with all the declarations and stuff when you're crossing the border just to make sure, you know, if you're carrying cash or buying stuff, I don't really know. We didn't do any of it, so we just filled it out and then we were ready to go. So we filled out all that and we were filling out all our paperwork and also packing up to get ready to check out of the hotel. And then we checked out in the morning before 11 because that was the checkout time. Afterwards, before we started going home, we decided to go to Trader Joe's one more time because actually the first time that we went to Trader Joe's, um, there was no everything but the bagel seasoning. What a tragedy. And that was like the whole reason I was going, right? Like that's why I wanted to go to Trader Joe's because everyone on the internet talks about this seasoning and we don't have it in Canada because we don't have Trader Joe's and I've never been able to see it. But yeah, I was like, when the first night when we went to Trader Joe's, um, my boyfriend asked one of the people working there, we were like, are you going to have everything but the bagel seasoning tomorrow? And so they were like, yeah. And so we decided to go back on Sunday just before we go back to Canada. And they did have it. They had like aisles of it. So we bought a bottle each and I tried it. Um, ever since then, since I came back and it is actually so good. Like I understand the hype, like why it's so raved about in the States. Like it's just such a good all-purpose seasoning. Really like it. But, um, yeah, I just decided to get everything about the bagel seasoning and just a bunch of like other random snacks that I wanted to try. Uh, another girl that I've seen on TikTok, she's obsessed with crunchy curls from Trader Joe's. So I bought a bag, but I haven't opened them yet. So I haven't tried them yet. So there's that. And then, yeah, after we went to Trader Joe's, we decided to go to an Indian restaurant that my boyfriend had seen online that he wanted to try. And we wanted to go and we like because it's a little out of Seattle, we decided to um, go on the way back because it just made sense, like timing and distance wise. It was really good. Um, we decided to get like a new type of curry that we had both never seen on a menu before. Like my boyfriend and I, we really do like Indian food. Like that's definitely one of our go-tos when we have nothing to eat. But we ha we saw this curry on the um, menu and it was like something that we had never seen before ever. And so we decided to ask the owner. We were like, oh, what is this? And it was when it came out, it wasn't bad, but it because it was different, I didn't like it that much um one of the special things about it is that it's made with turkey berries the curry and so because of that the turkey berries are really really bitter so because of that the, the curry had like a tangy sourness to it it was kind of bitter it also had the spicy curry flavor to it so it was like a very different like not your average buttered chicken kind of curry it was like very very traditional indian curry is what they were telling us because the people working there obviously knew better than we did. Um, my boyfriend really liked it. I, I just, I didn't really like it that much because it was a little too strong for me. And also I'm not good at eating spicy. So my mouth was like on fire the entire time. But anyways, uh, there's that. And then also, I feel like the timing of our trip was just perfect because that day, somehow, um, that day ended up being like the boss's, the boss of the restaurant's daughter's wedding day. 
And so there were a lot of people coming in to pick up the catering and all this stuff. And because of that, the restaurant had free dessert to give out. And it was a, it was like a cool like Indian dessert. It was very sweet and um I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know what it was called either, which is kind of sucky, but it was so delicious. And I was like, wow, like the timing of this trip was just absolutely perfect. Like, how could we have known this? So we decided to eat there. And then after we finished eating, we just went back home. Um, The drive back was like three hours. The only sucky thing, it was a great drive, like so smooth, not many cars on the freeway. Only sucky thing was that like the way that we were facing because we were going north, the sun was shining in from the west and that's the driver's side. My left side cheek was burning the entire time. I honestly think my face is tanned differently now because of that, but it's okay. But yeah, that's kind of the recap of my Seattle trip. Oh, I forgot the most important part was like crossing the border. So when we're coming back from Canada, no, when we're coming back to Canada, um, first of all, there was like no wait at all at the border, which was absolutely lovely. Same thing goes for when we were crossing into US, but there was no wait at all. There was no one there and we decided to just cross the border. So the lady checked our passports and also our COVID negative tests. Um, She asked us about our symptoms, if we had any, which was no. And then also like what we were doing in the States and how long we had been there. And then we had our arrive can ready to show her in case she needed it, but she didn't even ask for it. And I think it was just because we were so prepared. She was like, you guys are definitely not harmful. So she decided not to check. But yeah, it was a really easy process. Like I think the only like hassly thing is that you have to get a COVID test to be able to come back and those cost money. The one we took was like $150 and that's pretty on par with pretty much anywhere else you take it. So that's not the best thing, but what are you going to do, right? Like that's something that you have to do. Also, it's nice to know that you don't have COVID. Yeah, but that's our Seattle trip. It was honestly so much fun. And if my boyfriend were here, he would definitely say the same thing. I definitely think that one of the best parts of the trip was that like both of us had not done work at all. Like we were talking about, oh, you know, like if it really needs, if we really need to, we can like spend some time doing some work. Like he can do some work and then I can study a bit. But we just decided to nix that and we didn't, I didn't bring any work at all. And he turned off his email notifications for the whole weekend. And it was just so nice to like fully spend time with each other. Like I think for me and my boyfriend, one of the hardest things is that like when we hang out, it's either right after work. So we're both still like thinking about work or, you know, it's like we're, emails or we're thinking about school you know it's just like you have all these things in the back of your mind but for that trip we really just didn't do that at all we fully just enjoyed each other's company and it was absolutely amazing incredible insane yeah it was so much fun and I'm really happy that my first like travel experience after COVID was so positive because I had a lot of anxiety about it leading up to the trip you know I was worried about crossing the border and all this stuff but luckily like none of it came to fruition and it was honestly just such a fun trip and in the weekend that we were there I think it's just because of COVID but there were so many like people from other states there like in the hotel parking lot because we had to park our own cars because they don't have valet right now because of um, COVID. But in the hotel parking lot, I was like looking at the license place. You know, there were I there was Idaho, uh, Massachusetts, Tennessee, Florida. There was one other Canadian. Um, there was California, Oregon, um, and I think 
I think it was Georgia and Alabama. I saw two over there and it was just like so fun. Wyoming, another one. But yeah, it was such a cool trip and there was, it was just nice to see people again, be in a different place and honestly an incredible experience. But anyways, that's kind of if you ever want to plan your own trip to Seattle, I would recommend following that itinerary. It was so much fun. But yeah, I think I'm going to sign off for today. I hope you have an incredible week and I will see you soon. Make sure if you want, you can rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and follow me at Overeasy the Podcast on Instagram and oh, on TikTok at Manny.Lee because I've been, you know, making more TikToks. Inst- my regular Instagram is Manny.Lee. Lots of things. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you soon. Bye.